Welcome along to another episode of the Make It Count podcast. Woohoo! I'm David, that's Matt, and um, hello. Yeah, we're going to dive straight in because this is what I've called the clarity habit. The clarity habit. What is the clarity habit, David? Oh, I was going to ask you, Matt, what makes clarity important for you? Oh, my. Oh, right. We're going into, of course, we're going into the why. Um, what makes clarity important for me or just important generally? Well, maybe some people don't want or don't think clarity is that important. So maybe mm. what makes it important for you? Uh, I think going to many of our discussions, awareness is an important starting base mm-hmm. for growing and moving forwards. And clarity brings um, a confidence to move forwards. So it's it's that awareness of where well, I want to grow in something. Um, or there is an area where I want to grow in, but the clarity allows you to be specific about that and know that's actually what's going on rather than just, I have a general feeling of X, Y, Z, maybe. I always feel tired or I always feel stressed or yada, yada, yada. The clarity helps you to go, I think I've put my finger on one or two things as to what's going on there, maybe the patterns or maybe what are the underlying things that then helps me to go, I know what needs to happen to change that to move mm. forwards. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to see if I can create that sort of analogy of something to do with like glass and sand and actually it's the same substance, but when you have clarity you can see whereas ah. when you don't it's just <laughs> it's all the same things but it's a bit lost in the middle of all the grains of sand. But I couldn't quite find it, so you can figure it out at home among yourselves. Yeah, send us your improved analogies on David's gla- glassy sand. <laughs> so, I I think clarity is important. And actually, one of the books I'm reading at the moment is by Andy Stanley. And it's the five essential characteristics of a next generation leader. Mm-hmm. And one of them was about finding clarity in the midst of uncertainty. Yeah, and we've spoken plenty about uh, living in an uncertain age mm. episode. I can't remember which number now. Mm-hmm. I listened to it recently. Good. And we do live in an uncertain age, mm. not just from terms of information sources, but also just what will happen. Mm. Who knows? And I think one of the things he draws is that actually certainty and clarity are not the same thing. Mm. And many, many times you need to be clear on what you're doing, even if you are uncertain about the outcome, especially if you're leading. You still need to be clear in your instructions for what people may need to do as they follow you, even if the outcome is uncertain. And you can say, I don't know necessarily what is going to happen here. But as we move forward and do these very clear things, mm. we will still make progress. I thought that yeah. was interesting. And of course, from that point of view, you would go the underlying thing, even behind clarity on what you're doing, goes back to the why we're doing it. Mm. This is why we exist as an organisation, or why are we trying to attempt this? That then helps you to be clear on the what you're doing and also on the how regardless, as you say, of the outcome. So, talking a bit about clarity, maybe the difference between certainty and clarity, 
What is the clarity habit, Matt? The clarity habit, Matt, <laughs> is a mascot. No, um, <laughs> the clarity habit, as you have termed it, is journaling. Yeah, that, I I labelled it that. Maybe there are other ones, but I I definitely think journaling is right up there. I quite like it. It's a bit of a. Uh, I like I like that term. Have you have you heard of the clarity habit? Ooh, the clarity habit. It's definitely a kind of a blogger's term. Maybe. I mean, I've never heard anybody say it before. No, but in the sense of like, if you had that like in a blog title, like the clarity habit you need to discover is. Oh, right. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, I suppose. You know Maybe I mean? I'll put that as a blog title soon. Yeah. Clickbait coming your way. But also, I suppose it's that idea. I mean, it's one of the things we're not even going there yet. But how you talk about the benefits, not the features. When you're, if you're trying to communicate something, you should tell people what's the benefit of doing something rather than what's the feature of doing it. What would you so, mean like the feature of doing it? So, for example, the feature is writing down things on a piece of paper. Right, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the benefit is you get clarity. Ah. I know which one you're likely to move <laughs> towards. Not writing things down on a piece of paper. That's the feature, you know. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, so like, for example, when people advertising their latest product or app yeah. or whatever they'll talk you through all the features yeah and those are the sparkly bright bright things but mm. actually what you want to know is what difference is this going to make to my life or my business or whatever exactly ah. so matt you journal i do do you get clarity from journaling often all right end of episode yeah <laughs> there you go if you guys often want to get clarity <laughs> write things down daily <laughs> Might even call it a journal. Just tell us a little bit. <laughs> tell us a little bit more about it, Matt. Our story is fairly similar in this regard. I think maybe you got there a little bit sooner than I did in terms of leveling up. But I think we approached it in the same time. We were living at the time on the MV Logos Hope, and it is the MV Logos Hope, isn't it? Yeah, we just call it Logos Hope. Going around many different ports all the time, and we were halfway through and I think both of us had kind of tried to give a crack at journaling just with a blank notebook and had had limited success. My experience up until that point was I would what you know I'd get really motivated one time and be like right I've got a blank piece of paper notepad and I'm just gonna yeah write through my entire day and that would just be an itinerary of what happened in a day, my feelings as it happened, maybe anything that stood out as an important conversation. And it would often fill out a couple of pages. It would maybe take half an hour, 45 minutes. And then I'd maybe keep that up a couple of days. And then it would gradually, the, the in, uh, what do you call them? Each thing, at the time I did it. Mm-hmm. Entry. Entry, yeah. Yes. The, I almost said inputs. Each entry would become smaller and smaller and smaller until... I can't be bothered. I don't have the energy for half an hour of journaling today. So, because uh, many times you get to the end of the day and you're just tired. And then at the beginning of the day, I know some people, they journal at the beginning of the day for what happened the previous day. I, I would always go, oh, I don't have time. I've got to rush into the day. Until we discovered or heard about something called the five-year journal or the five-year diary. And it effectively is aligned notepad and is 365 days but each day is divided into five sections one for each year so you only have five or six lines 
for a given day of the year. And that means you've got limited real estate. You can only spend a few minutes because you can't fill out pages and pages. And then the added benefit is you get to revisit stuff the next year, the year after the fight. And we're we're currently in the final year of that first journal. And so I'm able to, each day I, I read, I don't always do this, but if I've got a little bit more energy, I'll just read through what happened in the previous four years on this same day. You know, this day, four years ago, you get that from your Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And it's quite enjoyable. Yeah. But for me, the key part of it is the constraints. It's only five lines. So that means it's really easy to do. Even if I only, occasionally, I don't fill out that five lines. I really don't have energy, but I've only got like a few a few lines in, but it doesn't feel like, oh, I've hardly done anything because I've actually filled half the space available to me. So it never feels like a failure. I'm yeah. able to succeed every day. And that small bar to entry makes it really consistent. Yeah. So most everyone has two minutes <coughs> to write five lines a day. Yeah. And that was when you started to build the habit. And this is one of the things that I maybe would draw attention to. Is there are different types of journaling. Yes. And and not all of them will necessarily get you the clarity mm. that you might want. So there are some people that are going to journal, this is what I did. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's even good, I would say. That's actually, a lot of the time, what I use my five-year journal for. Yeah. What is the one thing from today, maybe the moment of change, the big thing, the one thing I want to remember? Yeah. Other times, you might think, hey, I want to capture or I want to process some of the emotions I'm experiencing at the moment. Yeah. And that actually might help you find a bit of clarity. But I really think the the journaling habit that brings clarity is actually when you start with a question yeah. and you ask yourself it and you force yourself to figure it out. Yeah. And I know why people don't do this. It's hard work. It's hard thinking. It takes it's a hard lot, work. It takes effort. And yeah. And and so that that is partly why. But it's also why I like reading books. Mm. Because there's something that comes through most well written books is that the person has had to figure out what they think. Many times I think we go around and we've heard things and oh yeah we agree with it we assent to it we've heard the expert talk about it and so we're like yeah that's good and then if we were forced to try and explain it we kind of get stumped because we thought we knew it so well because the expert communicated it so clearly but when it starts coming out of our mouth we get part way through and go i don't know this half as well as i thought i knew this yeah and writing has that same effect of going, what do you actually know? What are you wrestling mm. through here? And so that's why I like reading, because many times you're reading something that someone has wrestled through. Now, not all books are that. No. I've read books written by people that aren't writers, and I can tell the difference. Mm. Because they it doesn't flow, it doesn't read well, it hasn't they haven't actually done the hard work it of It feels like it out. a stream of consciousness sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a quote, and I was trying to rack my brain sister who said it. I can't, so you guys are going to have to look it up <laughs> on the interweb. But, and I, this is a paraphrase anyway, but it's exactly the, what you were just saying. And it's reading makes 
a man full or makes a full man, mm. writing makes an exact man. Mm. And of course, that can be man or woman, but... And there was one other aspect, I think, speaking as well, but I can't remember. But it's exactly that. You you can gain so much and you can be filled up with information from external sources, but it's in writing that you almost whittle it down, you become concise and shave off the bits of, and gain that clarity. Hmm. And that's exactly it. That's why I'm an advocate. Partly my initial desire, well, maybe it's not my initial desire, actually, but... One of the key desires was a recognition first that many of the people I perceived to be the clearest thinkers, the clearest communicators, mm. were the ones that had a writing habit or a journaling habit. Aye. And I thought, well, I want to be someone <laughs> that is clear in how I communicate, mm. that is clear in how I think. And they all seem to suggest that journaling and writing things down is the way to do that. Very important, yeah. So that that's a really, really big thing for me, and I think <clears throat> maybe that's something you should try, writing something down. Absolutely. Doesn't have to be a lot. And we've got a friend, well, we've mentioned him a few times on a, the podcast before, Dan and Susie Potter, mm-hmm. and when they talk about this habit, they try to set the bar super low for people that, again, it can feel very overwhelming or quite, uh, a big thing to be like, oh, no, I've got a journal for the rest of my life every day. He says, just start with a single word. What was one word that maybe sums up today or at most a sentence and, and start that bar really low. And that's the James Clear Atomic Habits idea. Mm. I spoke earlier about the five-year journal. And you, as you said, that can be a great place for recording maybe the key thing that happened or just a few things emotions I sometimes use it for stuff I learned so I listened to a podcast or I read this in a book and try to synthesize the key message that stood out to me again that's a little bit of gaining exactness but often that's more of a just this is what happened then what's happened after that as I developed that and that became consistent exactly this I now have another journal and we've spoken previously about this on course correcting Matt that was a great episode and I admitted to having a few too many journals slash notebooks that were a little bit sporadic and that was where I started to adopt I'm going to call it the coach Dave method of journaling and it's a morning and it's an evening journaling it's in the same book on one half of the double page spread you've got some stuff you go through in the morning on one half you've got some stuff you go through in the evening and, and the morning stuff includes also one of the big tasks ahead of me for today, maybe what are some appointments and what are some daily habits, or we call them sacrifices. Mm. Uh, and then I have a few prompts that I go through in the morning that try to set me up for the day. Mm. The fir- and for me, those prompts, I've tweaked them a little bit over the last couple of months, and they're, some of them stick a little bit more, but some of them are quite loose. Mm. So the three, the, the three main questions I ask are, how are you doing today? So that lets me just do a little bit of a stream of consciousness. What's my mindset at? But it lets me almost do a check-in. Okay, where am I at this morning? What are some things to look out for? The second question is, what are my big things that I'm aiming for? What are the obstacles that stand in the way? And then the steps I'm going to do to overcome those obstacles. So that's mm. kind of all under one. What mm. am I aiming to achieve today? And then the third one is, what am I grateful for? I just give myself one line to do a couple of things. 
And then I added one recently, fourth one. Mm. How can I serve with excellence today? Mm. And again, that's just to try and get myself in the mindset of serving and an outward mindset rather than a grasping. Mm. And so you've obviously chosen three or four questions there intentionally at one point that helps guide you every day if you take the time to do that you're you're getting clear on what is happening today how can i reinforce these things of service and gratitude every day so it's really good um and you said it's my like coach david's method but only to a degree because that's quite different in some ways than what i do Mm. Uh, the inspiration for the the core structure Tell us what you do, David. Um, I was going to answer a different question or take it in a different way. So He's not even subtle. He's no. not even subtle. He just... <laughs> I reject your question. Deny! Deny. Try again. Well, because there is an element of having that daily habit that is helpful. But also, if you want to journal for clarity, mm. I almost think it doesn't have to be the daily thing. I... But a big reason why I do the daily thing is I want to capture those stories so that I remember them. Right. And maybe one day I'll write them up into stories that uh, I can tell in the conversation or in other forms. Mm. But when I journal for clarity, and I did a bit of that this weekend quite intentionally of just, hey, I'm going to start with a question. Why is everybody angry all the time? <laughs> and I just spent, I just wrote for a page. And I explored my thoughts. And there's no way I could have known where that was going to go mm. when I started writing. And I think that has come out of the fact that for over two years now, I've been writing a, di- a weekly blog and just expressing some ideas and some thoughts and getting better at communicating that. And that means that many of the things that I will talk about, and even that we talk about here in the podcast, I've been thinking about or I've already written about and I've processed about and so there is a bit more of a clarity of hey this is what I believe about this because I've actually sat down thought about and written about this and so there's an assurance that comes from that willing even further back we're talking about clarity what I experience when I coach people is unclarity or what the opposite of clarity is maybe hazy, fuzzy, fogginess. fogginess. When that is present, people don't move. Uncertain? Oh, no, it's not the same as certainty. It's not uncertainty. But when there is a fogginess, when there's a haziness, people get stuck. They don't move. So Mm. to me, that's that's one of the big things I like helping people do is to go from this uncertainty to clarity. Mm. And that's one of the things that I would encourage people to do, whether it's journaling, how do you move forward? Well, move forward <laughs> by writing. Then you'll have the clarity. Then you can move forward. Yep. Failing that, have a conversation with me. <laughs> yeah. Highly recommend both of those things. Mm. As you said, it doesn't have to be a daily thing. But of course, the advantage of having a daily habit of doing some writing mm. is you just get used to it. Mm. You your body and your mind get used to this is something that I do Mm -hmm. and you live into that identity of I'm someone that just every day writes a little bit of stuff Mm. and then when you want to as you say an interesting question comes up or you've realized I'm interested to wonder why is everyone angry all the time it's not such a big thing you don't have to go oh wow when am I going to fit that in Mm. oh 
got like four hours of Instagramming and a few hours of Netflix to do today. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I should, I've also got work. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do get that. And so, yeah, there is definitely something to to having the habit that is is valuable, especially like we both, as far as I'm aware, use the old-fashioned pen and paper. It is brilliant. So if you suddenly start wonderful writing, thing. if you haven't written for oh, a few years, you might your get hand's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's times when I suddenly like really ramped up how much writing I'm going to do, and I'm like, yes, my hand is really sore mm. now. So there is an awareness of that. I still find... A lot more value in writing, even though my handwriting is terrible. Yes. <laughs> it forces you to slow down yeah. because you literally, unless you're some crazy pseudo master with a pen, you have to write slower or, with a pencil you, and paper. Or you know shorthand. Pen. Oh, yeah, that's true. Doctors do shorthand, don't they? Mm. Journalists. Um, journalists do shorthand. Okay. Forget what I was saying. No. For most people, you slow down because you can't write as fast as you can type. And mm-hmm. so actually that means you have to spend more time thinking. Mm. They've done those studies basically with students in lecture halls and those taking notes, pencil and paper or pen and paper versus those taking notes on laptops. And whilst you can get more information into the laptop while you're typing, what they reckon is because you can't... Um, do that fast when you're doing the paper you have to actually spend a little bit of time synthesizing the thought mm. summarizing it down and therefore you actually learn more rather than just it's coming into my ears and out through my hands yeah you so when you're almost writing on a laptop or a computer it's like, <laughs> just a conduit just yeah ears straight to hands onto the laptop yeah. whereas when you're writing because you can't write as quickly you have to go What's actually being said here? Yeah. I'm going to capture this this way. Yes. Which is interesting. So I think we're big advocates for that. Um, we love chopping down those trees for our journals. Um, I'll be honest, I've never personally chopped down a tree for a journal. No. Uh, also, uh, yeah. Yeah. Source your paper sustainably, folks. <laughs> Let us know where to do that as well. <laughs> At an affordable price. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think we're... I. I really love helping people get clarity. So this is partly why I would encourage people to journal because I think that is one of the best ways to find clarity, to For just sure. carve out some time to do that. To, <clears throat> But as I said, it's not for everyone, I don't think, because it's quite hard work. And some people, they don't want to do the hard work of figuring out what they think and believe about stuff. But for everyone here, I think it's for you guys. Yeah. Because you want to make it count. And you want to figure out clarity so you can move forward. Exactly. Confidently. Into the future. So there you go. Who? Let us know if you have a journaling habit. Yeah. And what you find works. Do um, you have like a... There are quite a lot of journals that are like prompted journals, aren't there? Yes. The guided well, ones. Guided work, yeah. So it's similar to what, for example, I, I laid out earlier, but they have chosen the questions for you. So who journals for clarity? What what are your reasons for journaling or reasons for not journaling? Let us know if you do you prefer digital. Because hmm. there are plenty of digital stuff out there. And maybe give your case as to why that's better than paper. Yeah, maybe get in touch and I might interview you. Mm. Alright. Well that's another episode of the Make It Count podcast. Get in touch at the link below. Not the link below. The The email address. Make it count.pod at gmail.com. There you go. And we'll see you next week.